Hey everybody, number 109, still climbing, still climbing. <laughs> I'm going to like 110 right. or 111, 111, be a good number. I, I think after like after last week and Tim's religiousness coming out, I think Tim's looking forward to number 316, 316. <laughs> Austin's 316. Early. Very, very early next day. A minute 23. We're talking about highlights of last, last week's episode. That's right. We have a new well, segment when we start the show. Let's let's see what we were to learn about last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim wants Tim's to avoid it at all costs, and yeah, we will. That's all good. But, oh, uh, I will. I will for sure. Yeah. No, I. Uh... People that watched the podcast last week will get the reference. Yeah. Just watch it. <laughs> What's going on, boys? Uh, no, yeah, not not a whole lot, not a whole lot. Uh, it was it was really good to see Autumn open open up their uh, yes. their entries this week. It was nice yes. to see. It sounds like they're flooding in, so it's awesome. Sounds like people are excited. Nice, nice to hear some banter and some chat from people. Like, hey, yeah. you know, Baker's teams or what? It's it's awesome. It's uh, it's exciting. So you're sort of that middle of August, and it's like, okay, sign sign up and start to see what the fall schedule looks like, right? So, you know, leagues are filling up, and tournaments yeah. are booking in, you want to start planning things, right? So, it's good. Absolutely. Things are looking good and positive, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's been nice. I, I know I know the greatest Baker's team ever uh, put together signed up again for Autumn Open, so... Um, I mean, it's great that 17 other teams sign up, but we got your money, so thank you. <laughs> As is we, it, uh, is we finished out of the money last year, was it, Tim? Or two well, we never, we never, we never, yeah, of course, yeah, we never played last year. We weren't, weren't <laughs> in the money, so yeah, that's all. What is we, Autumn Open again? They do doubles on the Thursday night and Bakers on Friday night. Correct, correct. Yeah. 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 Right. And it's Bakers, you play 15 games? 18. 18. 18 games, because Paradise has 18 lanes, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So one game on every lane. Love it. And that it just it just I think it's no tap and straight pinfall. Yeah. Right. It's are they already tap. full on teams? I mean, I know that's something that no. fills up right away. They're not already full. Oh, they are, as they'll fill. Yeah, they will fill. Yeah. They, they will. They fill, only for had sure. eight or nine teams when they when they just submitted it, right? Uh, but uh, not nothing for you to worry about, worry about Daryl. You're not participating uh, in your club tour. Yeah. Like too yeah. too good for us, man. Too good for us. Hey, I saw though they were starting to promote and lots of chatter on the club tour. Um, yeah. Facebook page and the things, and Jeff was talking about um, online registration. He was talking about and yeah. not having to do cash and all that stuff once you get there. Maybe just do singles and double spots. So it's an interesting concept. Like when do you start to go that right? So you don't have to pay cash at the door. I mean, cash is nice, obviously you can pay it out that way. But can you cool. can you prepay for a processing fee? Yeah. So a lot of those uh, poker events before COVID happened, the like the World Series of Poker. You could go down there and you would fill up like a prepaid credit card or whatever they called their their poker pass and you could go pay at the machine to enter an event right and if you had to fill it up but if you won money it would just fill that card again right so there was no cash transaction at all for the world series of poker i think it was 2019 Pretty, or it might even been before that. I'm not lo- too sure. A lo- lot of festivals are that way too. I mean, when we went to Lala in Chicago, we had our uh, we had a wristband. 
with our credit card on it. Everything was just yeah, the RFID tags. Nice. Just, just. Nice. Can like, you imagine five, five pin you or a WCBT or whatever event you're just going through for the weekend? Yeah, sign me up for another shift. Doubles, oh, yeah. doubles with him. It doubles like <laughs> just picture a guy like Adam Weber, or Mitch Davies, all you guys who play with 15 people, just being able to select them off on a pad. Who do you want to play with doubles? That, that, that do, looks do, like do, 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 looks do. like a quarterback thing here, like a little yeah. playbook, oh, yeah, a quarterback playbook. Yeah, well, yeah. Be, on, be on the iPads, and you can just scroll through, and who do you want to be? A boom, 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 boom. We it's need like, a designer, an app designer who's listening right now that is interested in creating an app or, a, or some program for accepting money transactions at a WCBT event. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Jeff England already, is already doing it for Club Tour, so he's probably sitting here looking like DB. I got it, man. I was like, okay, Jeffy, hook it up. So, but, he, yeah. he, but he doesn't like to share, right? And that's, no. a thing, yeah. that, that's the thing we don't like about Jeff. He doesn't like to share. Yeah. So. Yeah, he doesn't Still share waiting for a system. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. waiting for a system. Tim, you got a new background tonight there, hey? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show everybody I actually work. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, not my office, my parents' office. That's why that garbage is up there. <laughs> that's why it's the perfect... Uh, Jeff team is in the is house. The <laughs> yeah. There he is. Yes, that was good. I mean, we covered our asses there a bit. Good job, per- perfect garbage well, up I there. Did. Yeah, I did. no. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is retiring, right? So, yeah. Uh, Fair oh, enough. there we go. Je- Jeff the, just popped up. There we go. Yeah, making up as I go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just just above Tim's head, there is uh, the Blue Jays sign that we got Mom for Mother's Day. But uh, she just got back. Th- Paris just got back from four games. Sweet. Uh, in Toronto. That. Yeah. How fun was awesome. that for them? Now you had said the one game Sunday they weren't going to go. Was he was he glad that he went that one? Oh uh, yeah, I was like, why, like, why are you guys not going to go? I know you guys like mom, mom especially. Mom is a diehard like Blue Jays fan, and I was like, if you are not watching the game there, you're going to sit in a bar and watch the game there, like 100. <laughs> percent She does yeah. not miss a game. Why are you not getting tickets? And I'm really glad that they did get tickets. I went to it because that game was unreal. Like the Springer's uh, Springer's home run in the bottom of the eighth to, to get up by one, and then Romano strikes out the side and giant isn't fist he, bumps. And he's playing good right now, isn't he, Springer? Right? Yeah, Springer. Well, he hit into two, two double plays yesterday, so it yeah. depends yeah. how you look at it. <laughs> he's a roller coaster boy. So. <laughs> he's he's the first player in franchise history to win AL Player of the Week two weeks in a row. Yeah, they're so, really good. He's doing has any good. Uh, has any of our other Easterners that might be watching right now have any of you guys gone to a game yet either? Mm, to know. Maybe Barker. I think Barker might have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a Barker. You know, speaking speaking of baseball, uh, there was a post a couple of days ago that uh, JB, one of our one of our patrons, uh, compared Mike Trout to Adam Weber. And uh, I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Um, how do you guys feel about that? <laughs> I mean, there's some comparisons to be made. I mean, you know, Weber with his constant injuries and, you know, always talk of retirement. So, I mean, there's kind of that. And I saw him. He's back, eh? He's back to work, he says. Hey. Yeah. 363 days, you know what? Yeah, Weber's um, back back to work. It's go and, time. You know that he's playing automobile. Oh, and, sign me up. Oh, shucksy darnsies. Uh, and you know what? And we also also have to admit that was 363 days that I made him retire after the Bradley-Adam match. So, <laughs> so uh, Adam, if you're listening. Tim, it's not all about you. It is yeah. about me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I made the greatest player retire. So yeah. it, was, <laughs> uh, it was good. We, you yeah. know, it was great seeing Adam come in here. He, it was, uh, it was really good seeing him. He, he, he was here for four hours or five hours. Was, um, so you're going to start seeing guys more often now because Five Pin Universe, eight gamer, is booked, 
right? We have a schedule on. It's a go. We've got mm-hmm. dates. Book them. Sign up. Let us know when you're playing. We'll get them recorded. Yeah, like, exactly. It, 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 it was a lot of work, Carrie. Tell us uh, that was that was challenging. Yeah, it, um, obviously with all these centers opening up and needing to make money and stuff like that, that leaves uh, slim pickings for a tournament that was supposed to be run during COVID to finalize everything, right? So um, we've put out time slots that uh, Five Pin Universe, aka me, is able to record the matches and people are starting to book their matches and get that all ready to be recorded and then we'll set that up for a live stream and all that good stuff. So, uh, Brett, nobody made it from Manitoba because the cut was too high, my friend. The cut was too high. <laughs> or you guys were on lockdown. Hey, yeah, Brett, how about it. this? You guys were on lockdown the whole time, and then he steps down after you guys get out of it. Don't you guys feel like crap? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brett Hollister steps down. Yeah. How, about, how about Cuomo stepping down, too? Here we go. Now we're getting into politics. Yeah. So Does anybody there, that know was what we're fault. talking about? That was your fault. That was your fault. <laughs> hey, hey, you know yeah, reverse, reverse, reverse. Hey, yeah, let's get out of this. Long, Jerry, long, were long, yeah. long live Kenny, Berta. Shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let's escape this politics. <laughs> five pin you. We've got it booked. It's awesome that, you know, what you had to just pick some dates that worked that we can get them recorded. So should yeah. be enough times. Obviously, a couple conflicts. I saw Rick Heinrich saying that he's going to bow out just based off his schedule, and it is what it is, and respects that. We see guys who are playing second matches afterwards. You know, got, got one. I know that uh, Holdsworth was, was eager and ready to go and wanted to dance. He wanted to get the first match in on the first day. And I said, whoa, don't <laughs> think about this, Holdsworth. You're going to need some practice and some warm-up and to get yourself all limbered up. Why don't you just take yourself a week? Go throw a couple of balls, and we'll see you. That we'll play you on the following week. Work. Kevin just needs and to he, find the perfect cocktail yeah. of things. Kevin was super, appreci- yeah, super appreciative that I backed things up for him so that he could get enough time into practice and get his body ready to go. So you're welcome, Kev. We'll see yeah. you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's going to be exciting. I can't wait till uh, we get the whole thing recorded and we're able to live stream. Maybe. Maybe we'll get the first few matches recorded, and maybe we'll do a live stream of them, or yeah, we'll come up with some other ideas. Not not that these podcasts aren't great and uh, great to do weekly, but maybe we'll do them bi-weekly, and we'll have in between we'll have some matches of the eight gamer, and maybe the pro league, or maybe Thursday nights is sure with Bull that's now stepping up, eh? What oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we got an, we got another sucker joining us. Uh, yeah, well, you know, if anybody didn't know, Daryl is actually a bowler, and he actually put a team in on Thursday. So, yeah. I, I just want to let you yeah. know. Yeah, Tim's hey, Tim, sending me the lineup. Tim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daryl made the cut of the eight gamer. Where are you at? Oh, I I wanted to do commentary for you guys. It's sometimes oh, about, it's about it's about you us. It's not about you guys. So. so you figured you would sacrifice yourself, the one person that rambles more than anyone. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. You know what? I I have a lot of charisma and a lot of personality to put on there. You've been reading. You've been reading. Broken some books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have a tele. Gary Gary is giving me books, everything yeah. for teleprompters. He's been yes. reading books. Has he been reading the Bible? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, let's go. Let's let's let roll. Let's bring in our. Let's bring in yeah. our guests. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's pay some bills here. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so as little as uh, two dollars a month, you can become a patron and support this podcast that we bring to you weekly. At patreon.com/slash five pin universe, we just want to thank all the patrons that are have already been supporting us. 
Our guest on tonight is also a patron. So uh, please join them, help support us, and we can keep bringing you more content and hopefully better content in the future. Not saying that this isn't good, but uh, it's shaky at times. Uh, <laughs> best, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, we want to thank our weekly podcast sponsor, All Star Bowling Sales. Once again, we're doing a giveaway, hashtag All Star Giveaway this week. Switched it up again, so don't put All Star Draw in. Um, and we're going to run their little uh, little spiel here. But before we do that, we want you guys to uh, maybe buy Tom Patterson's book, Success Driven yes. Logic. Um, we will post the link to uh, his email where you can send in your orders and all that good stuff. Uh, he also has a workbook with it as well. So Awesome. Have any of you guys ordered yours yet? Uh, I haven't yet. I have not. I did but see I that he did the uh, promotional video too that I, I watched for about a minute and then he's got sidetracked. So I, I promise <laughs> I'll spend the, the, the seven minutes and, and listen to it. But yeah, I'll, I'll get the oh, for sure. I actually didn't know it existed. So that's about, good to know. What do you mean? No, there's like the promotional video? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, he did a little something, I think, on Facebook, I want to say, that, or that there was a link to a YouTube that he did seven minutes just sort of talking about what the book was and what it meant to him and how it came together. So That's awesome. it, was, uh, it looked like it would have been a good video, but yeah. Yeah, I'll check that out. Plug to Tom. All those all those uh, people that just did that hashtag, I'm going to need you to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to hit go to start collecting them, so uh, my bad. You can start now. Oh, no, we got 12 entries already. We're good. Never mind. Perfect. Um, You're just going for a record number of of, of comments tonight. Just trying to go viral. I will address Brett's comment here, too. Uh, A legit non-troll question. Thanks for pointing that out, Brett, because we're never quite sure with you. Um, Is is everyone playing at the house they qualified in? Um, We're going to try to do that 99% as much as we can. Um, but some, if, if we can't, if we can't get it organized with the centers or travel or shutdowns or whatever, cause based on zones or whatever, um, they will be allowed to try to play in a different center if we can't make it work in the center that they pulled in. So, um, we're going to do our best to make sure they pull in the center they can, but if they can't, we got to yeah. do something to make it happen. Ultimately, um, due to the conflicts with the bowling centers having to run their um, what they already got going on and stuff like that. We couldn't really restrict every single bowler to play in a qualified center just because some people have to travel two, three, four hours, um, and it really isn't going to be an option if it's only one match for an evening or something like that. So bowling other local center will be just better for everybody. Um, it may not be what the player wants because maybe they couldn't maybe that center is a little bit tougher and stuff like that. So we're doing with what we can. Um, everybody seems to be in agreement that is in the cut. So, uh, yeah, with that all being said, let's uh, run All-Stars commercial and we'll bring in our special guest. guest for podcast number 109 like i said he's a patron and uh 
He's been a staple in uh, Northern Ontario, hailing out of Fort Francis, Mr. Jeff Watts. Hello. How are you doing, Jeff? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. You guys? <laughs> good, good, good. Thank good. you very much yeah. for joining us. Oh, not a problem. Gary's like extra polite today. Well, I have to be. <laughs> it's in my contract. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are things, Jeff? How are things out in Fort Francis? How, how's life been out there through all this stuff? Well, today it's been kind of interesting. I had uh, two of my guys uh, quit on me today. I, uh, oh, no. Yeah, I had, uh, I was in, before the show there, I was in hair and makeup for about an hour. And I was <laughs> telling them to make me look good for the show. And uh, they, they were trying, you know, they were trying different things, doing some different things with my hair. And they just started crying. They like, we can't do it. There's nothing we can do. So they they quit and they uh, they walked out. And uh, you're you're stuck with this. So. Oh, <laughs> nice. I hope you paid them handsomely. Oh, not getting paid now. Yeah, they're gone. They quit. Job, they quit on the not job. Done. They quit on the job. They're like, you know, I can't make you look good. Yeah. We got, we got to go. We're done. And they, they left crying, crying their heads off. In all fairness, Jeff, I like your new haircut. Your haircut looks, oh, cool. your, your haircut looks good. I remember the days of like yeah. the scraggly hair, you know, straight out of like the guy from Home Alone or something like that too. You know, yeah. I like it. Well, it looks good on you. You look sophisticated. I actually just got a, a haircut yesterday, actually. So, forty-eight hours ago, yeah, it was a little. Little bushy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. It looks good. Dasher, you know what? I, I think I think Marlis changed them right since we first met him. So I think that has a big yeah. thing to do with it. Yeah, I can't close the strippers as often now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I wasn't sure if I should bring that up, but yes. <laughs> oh, why not? Um, Marla just funny. poked her head around the corner and gave me a dirty look, so I'm in trouble already. So. <laughs> it's already over. Well, yeah. Hey, it's on camera, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah don't worry. The, the yeah. longer you're on podcast, the longer you have a chance staying alive. You know, at least we, we can yeah. witness murder this way. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I'm, re I'm recording. I'm still on the show. You can't. You, That's, yeah. Don't bug right. me. Yeah. What does so, your shirt say, Jeff? Uh, Remember when I uh, asked your opinion? Me neither. <laughs> How fitting. It's a, it's a good one. I like it. shirt for a podcast, that's for sure. Oh, I, so yeah. <laughs> I always wonder what, um, like, in our opening banter, if the guest who's coming on wants to be like, I want to be involved in that conversation. They're talking about something I got an opinion for. Like, Jeff, do you, you know, you're sitting in the back room, are you listening to us BS for the first 10 minutes and thinking, I, I should talk about that topic? Uh, it can go either way, I guess. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, you kind of have a setup already kind of set, right? You have your little banter, and then you... you yeah, uh, I, I just wonder if it's like, whatnot, right? you yeah. know, you got what's your opinion on what were we even talking about before, guys? No politics, no politics. Yeah, we weren't no, going into politics. No, no politics. Oh, we were talking about, about like, the computer program, you know? If you had a computer program for something, for... Um, your entry fees into a tour event, right? Like, what's your opinion on that? You know, or what's uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, but it's what yeah. you know what I mean. I wonder. Like, <laughs> we're talking memory. about the yeah. WCBT. Automatic yeah. bin. Yeah, like yeah. talking about that. You, you're coming out, Jeff, right? 
Yeah, I've signed up for the Calgary one already, so I'm excited to go. I need to go in a long time. Mm -hmm. I want to get out there. Awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. It's been a while I hope, since I've been I hope it's. Calgary, yeah, yeah. I hope it's as big as uh, it was when uh, we got shut down there. Two hundred entries in the in that year, so let's hope it's at least that. I, I think it will be. I think there's a lot of people that are itching to, to go again. I know I am. Yeah. What are flight prices right now looking like across the country? Anybody looked like what's uh, Vancouver to? Uh, well, actually, I've heard from Abbotsford to Calgary for Flair is a hundred dollars round trip for that weekend. So anybody flying from Vancouver, take a look. Take a look at Flair. I heard that it is a hundred dollars round trip right now. It, it, what about Regina or Winnipeg coming it. from there? They'll probably drive maybe. Yeah, I, know from Winnipeg, I know from Winnipeg it's like three fifty a flight right now. It's, it's it's expensive. I'm actually thinking of coming in a day earlier and staying a day later because the flight the day before and the day after are ninety one dollars instead of three hundred and fifty. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. They'll, they'll pay for your hotel room and everything. It, exactly right though. I think you've got something to do in Calgary maybe for a day. Yeah. Full practice. <laughs> exactly uh, yeah for sure so so Jeff how did how did you get into bowling let's start there oh uh, yeah basically I, I believe it was I was seven I went to a uh, kid's birthday party I don't remember. went to a birthday party went bowling loved it and uh, never stopped in about 25 years now that's awesome that's just what you want too, as as like a bowling owner of a bowling center. A kid comes into a birthday yeah. party, you had a wicked time, you joined the join the league, and now you're playing. Right? What a what a great story! Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but in all reality, like I mean, a little off topic, but like that's the whole reason why you know businesses run the kids bowl free program in the summer, right? Yeah. You're just hoping yeah. for somebody to come in. You make a little bit of money off of the shoe rentals, but you're hoping somebody comes in learns to love it, ends up joining leagues or coming in through the winter because they love it. And honestly, every single year we have probably at least five people that end up joining leagues, whether it's adults or nice. kids because of it. So nice. it's it's well worth our time for sure. So I, I totally understand it. That's 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 great, Jeff. That's super cool. Would you um, calculate how many free games you would have given away in a year, in, in a summer? And then, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we, we can go back and look. I have a specific function on our POS system for Kids Bowl Free, so we can go back and figure it out, but it's it's a substantial amount. But I remember the days of the summer before Kids Bowl Free where we would make 100 bucks in a day. Yeah. Right, you know? so yeah. you weren't going to make anything anyways, so right. you, you and, might as well have somebody coming in. Exactly. I, so I, we're I, at the point where we're making you know $400 a day in shoe rentals at least. I, yeah, I, rem so. I remember the day when the Oilers went to Stanley Cup Finals. I was working oh, Tuesday night, and I cashed out at $24. $24, bucks, right? So it, it's, it's well worth it, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's you should try to help drink for free. It might be a game changer. <laughs> they, they, you know, Len, we, we also want them to leave too, right? So, um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, – yeah, yeah, it – you have to have to say that uh, you know Jeff has so much enthusiasm for the sport. I mean, mm -hmm. he's. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit later. You know, he, he's going to be tra traveling two hours to go to a bowling center to play league this year, right? And uh, 
all that other stuff. It's just crazy. So um, it's quite something. So, Jeff, when you started as a kid, did you play then YBC all the way through? Did you have any sort of, you know, start into yeah. that? Was, was that in Fort Francis uh, or was it yeah. somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah, I think almost right away or not the next season or whatever it was, but started bowling YBC and bowled YBC all the way through. Yeah. Now, um, Arnie Rollins owns it or owned that bowling center that was there. Now, yeah. yeah. And he's, well, we'll get to that at some point too. But now, did you start playing um, four steps and have any success there in your team? Did you play some singles there in YBC? Uh, was there like a competitive, how many bowling centers would have been in that close area? Like, how did you get a, a drive for, for competition as a young kid? Uh, as a young kid, not really. Uh, you know, a small town, like most of the years, we just had five guys to, to make a team, right? There was no qualifying. It was just, Okay, there's your five guys, right? Because I think my last couple of years as seniors, that's that's all we had was was five guys, or maybe six. Like if one would be single, the rest would be. Two. And, uh, yeah. And for for our zone, it was uh, uh, us, Fort Francis, Dryden, and Kenora with the three three towns. Uh, yeah. Back in my younger, younger, younger days, there was Atacokan and Red Lake Farmer Town as well, but they were only there for couple years like maybe my bantam years had been kind of had fought out so it was basically it was just the three three towns competing against each other i love how i'm talking to you right now i'm looking at the map of canada know exactly what the towns are you're looking at i'm like oh okay right on the you know yeah, right in the middle of the bush middle of nowhere well yeah, yeah but, but between thunder bay and winnipeg right as i looked it up and yeah. we talked you're, you're right on the border of canada and u.s as a town right there. So it's kind of like, Oh, okay. Like I honestly, I didn't know where you, you would have been until I opened up the, the map and looked at it. I'm like, Oh, nice. A lot of people don't know where Fort Francis is. Yeah. Somebody actually <laughs> lives, at, somebody lives over there. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. couple houses here. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go Dex. So did, did you have, you, you didn't have a whole lot of success for in the YBC for four steps or anything like that? Or did you go as a oh, single no, for, or anything uh, like that? Yeah, I was singles a few times. Uh, nice. I know uh, at provincials I had three silvers, uh, okay. and uh, awesome. for the teams, I, I think we had a few, maybe a bronze or something like that. But uh, uh, yeah. for being, especially the majority of our province being smaller communities and whatnot, we could never bowl against Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay had ten times the population, ten times the amount of kids. They always, always blew us out of the water. Yeah, I was going to say, like, even, so, I mean, for, we're from Edmonton, like, and, and our YBC program, uh, when Tim and I were kids, we had, you know, probably six, seven, eight guys that were all, like, kind of at the same caliber that kept pushing each other to get better and better and better. Um, yeah. For you to have the success you have in bowling and for you to get as good as you have in a small town with, with truthfully, like, very little pushing you, is really remarkable you know it, it really I, it really is well i wasn't that good really in, in ybc i was you know okay better than sort of thing but it's basically been since like 24 on i'm you know, starting to get better I'm getting there <laughs> did, did you have did you have any coaches or do you have good coaching there any names that stick out for you 
Uh, yeah, for, uh, basically for seniors anyways, that's when you started, uh, you know, keeping it a little bit more seriously, right? You started liking it more, starting to get a little bit better. You're like, you know, I, I really like this. I want to get better. But I had uh, uh, one coach pretty much my whole senior well, even to this day, it's always been my coach. But uh, uh, Rick Smarsky is his name. Uh, he's been good. We started getting more along the lines of the technical side of the game. So instead of, you know, just being a cheerleader, like, oh, you know, hitting for the middle, you know, he started getting, you know, telling you what you did wrong sort of thing, right? You know, drop the shoulder or a speed thing or something like that. You start to get a little more technical. And that's when you start kind of, you know, moving on, getting, you know, get to that next step, right? Get to that 200 average, to that 230 average, to, you know, so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> that's neat that you've had like a, you know one main coach that sort of helped you throughout the, the whole way so a lot of times you hear stories of like oh well, this guy and this guy and this guy and sometimes too many voices right start getting into your head it's nice to, to have a little bit of variety sure but it's also nice to be you know you've had somebody that's helped you along the way the whole time and, and, and there's lots of stories of that too that one coach the whole way through and it just means so much to me right so yeah oh for sure he was pretty much the only guy I you know listened to right as you as you know, it's you, some somebody else might be telling you the right thing, but you know you just you just don't listen to them just for spite, I guess, right? But yeah. <laughs> when Rick told me something, uh, he took it seriously and tried to try to fix what he was telling. Me. <laughs> So then starting playing in, in adult leagues, like where did you start to find the competitive to go into some of the, you know, whether, what, what was your first taste? The Open, the Masters, cash tournaments? Like where did you start to sort of start to carve your way of, of some of the, the, tournament, the tournament play? Well, I think I started bowling adult league at 15. Uh, you know, it's it kind of weird, 15-year-old. It might have been 16, I'm not sure, but uh, kind of weird being a, Kid at that age, and, you know, back then they were smoking in the bowling alley, right? So you go into the, the lanes, and there's just a big haze over top, right? And you're like, oh, I'm used to this. This is kind of different, but and, you know, of yeah, course, I remember that. It, the adults with the swearing and the drinking and whatnot, right? Uh, uh, you learn quickly, and maybe I'm also screwed up now, maybe because I started too early. But, you know. <laughs> Good game, kid. Here, have a good game, kid. Here, have a drink, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, then I moved uh, my last year of YBC. Actually, I moved to Sudbury, uh, and I bowled, went to college there for a couple years, right? So I, uh, I bowled out of there. I bowled my last year YBC, and then just bowling the adult league, right? And the first first year bowling the adult league, I actually didn't hear about Masters. They didn't know what it was about. I did the open. I qualified out of the suburb, uh, made singles actually, came, came down to provincials, uh, made step ladder actually with some surprise rookie or whatnot, I bowled really well, uh, didn't medal, got my ass kicked because I was nervous as hell and whatnot, but, uh, <laughs> just, just to get there was, was pretty darn good, right, so I was happy about that, but then, uh, then the following year, I had moved back to my hometown, Fort Francis here, and, uh, that's when I started getting more involved with the YBC being the coach side of things, right? And coaching the kids and doing that. And then that's when you kind of learn about Masters. And, oh, there's another another tournament that's been a blast, right? And I've been doing that ever since, too. Now, what is the qualifying? Because now is Masters Northern Ontario and Ontario as well? 
right? So for everything, they're separate, right? So what's the qualifying yeah. in uh, in your region for Northern Ontario for Masters? Because some I know six tournaments, you take the best four, the best four to five. So what's yeah, what's Northern Ontario look like? Yeah, we have uh, since we're so spread out and whatnot, uh, like we're bowling against people in Sudbury, which is like fifteen hours away from us, right? and, and Timmins is like twelve hours away. From us, right? North Bay is like a hundred thousand miles away from, or a hundred thousand hours away from us, right there in the middle of nowhere. So we can't all bowl together all the time. Okay. We just can't do that travel wise, right? So we have we have three tournaments, uh, three sixteen tournaments, in in our own zones, bowling against our own people, and whatnot. Uh, you drop one of those, uh, and we go into the year end, and where we all bowl together, and uh, that tournament counts for sure, right? So going into yeah. year end is the final tournament. So technically, we're only twelve games in. We have year end a double tournament right you both yeah. 12 games so really going into year end the year's only half done right so a lot of yeah. 12 games in 12 games to go there's a lot can still change so yeah totally you can drop or you can you can make up a lot of ground in 12 games because how far yeah. are you really going to be down at the end of the day you're down yeah, 300 exactly. 400 pins maybe something through i mean six people whatever the number is right there's sixth place yeah. isn't going to have a couple of and you said only six game qualifiers, not eight games. Yeah, it's only six games, yeah. Because we bowl with the kids as well. So, uh, okay. Two, two of our tournaments, we bowl with the kids. Because, uh, yeah, because like our, our whole uh, teaching and math and uh, tournament, it's, we're all bowling at the same time. It's not separate. We're all the yeah. tournaments are bowling at this such and such stage, and all the teaching is bowling at this such date, right? Like, uh, I'm bowling with, with the kids, uh, bowling tournament, right? Because I'm not going to make teaching. In the tournament, and I'm bowling with people that are in the seniors, going the seniors league or bowling the teaching league, or bowling. You're all bowling the same time, right? Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. so it's kind of you know, kind of a little bit different that way, but uh, yeah, I don't even get used to it, I guess. Is it but, um, uh, so when you're throwing a six game, I mean, you have to be with everybody's amount of people, but six games that's an interesting topic. There is six games versus eight game tournaments. Is there a lot of six gamers, or is everything that we well, know of eight gamers? And, and what are you looking to shoot yeah, I, when I you're playing six gamers? Are you looking to shoot fourteen fifty? Are you looking to shoot fifteen hundred? Like, what's the what's the what would the cut line be in your in a <laughs> hoping, in a six game? Uh, you're like oh, you know I'm always hoping for at least a fifteen. Right? This is kind of just like a, a kind of par, uh, but really I don't need to bowl all that great to make it out of Northern Ontario. Like even fourteen hundreds are, are pretty good. We'll get you in, but you know, obviously a fourteen hundred is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, does that change the mentality, guys, from from playing six gamer versus an eight gamer? What what do you what would that do for you? I, I uh, think it does. I don't know. I don't. It, it's different. Like I said, when you're uh, when you are bowling with the kids and whatnot, right? It's kind of different because you're bowling like yeah, I'm trying to bowl good for myself, right? That's what they do. But as soon as you're done bowling. You're you're bowling with the kids too, right? So now you're you switch off your tournament brain into coaching mode, right? And you're kind of cheering on the kids and like, oh, you know, do good and whatnot, and you know, trying yeah. to cheer them on and make. It's all about the kids, right? Try, uh, and then you're off off to bat again. Okay, now you guys switch on to the tournament mode again, right? Because you know, I'm I'm trying. It's not here to have fun, right? I'm yeah. here to win. So you're it's different. It, it kind of works both ways. Sometimes it can be hard to. Uh, uh, Keep keep a rhythm going and whatnot, right? Try to try to 
the Columbia also kind of working for good when when you're struggling and you're kind of down on yourself and you're just like, oh, God, I'm just not doing good. You see, it's kind of nice to be able to turn off your brain just for half a second and cheer on the kid for a second in case it's not about me right now, forget about it. Cheer on your kid and then, you know, it kind of, kind of, kind of goes both ways. Uh, I don't know, it, can, it goes both ways. So you just, you go there and try to bowl good and I, right. I think I think that's an interesting topic. Uh, no other, I don't think no other province plays for masters with, with the kids, right? No. Uh, I think I think Northern uh, Ontario. Ontario Ontario used does. to, yeah, used to. I don't think they play the, uh, that system anymore. No, well, they, or, they did or, in twenty nineteen or games well, account or games yeah. account at least, right? So, um, yeah, I think the bowl tournament with the kids, but it it doesn't count as their master. I think, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just think it's it's an interesting. Uh, like I said, I'm not against it. I just think it, it's a it brings a totally different mindset. And I know Kathy mentioned that it's different with the kids. Um, yeah, I can see six games with the kids is, is a lot different. Yes, there's just a ray of sunshine right now. Yeah, but, I am. Uh, I am. But um, God I, is I, looking down on me. I I think it's I think that make it a whole lot different uh, situation, right? So. Yeah, because I mean, in WCBT, can you run in a, a sprint, a, a six gamer? I mean, you're, uh, you're, what do you shoot, eighteen hundred? What's the seventeen fifty for an event? What would it, what would the cut line be for? Because our, wouldn't seventh and eighth game typically in tournaments the cut would come down, right? There's not often tournaments that they're you're going to go up six points. I mean, you can watch those scores and you somewhat come down. Yeah, so if that's but, the case, on on average it comes down, but there has but, been a few tournaments where it jumps. But if you if you make it six games, you're just going to see game six sure. make it go down, sure, right? Because the pressure it, and the getting to you, it's not it's, good. Yeah, but. yeah, it's just it's just the pressing aspect, right? So, uh, I I think I think your room for error, um, on, on a six game block is less than an eight game block. Um, Jeff probably can attest to that, probably. And yeah, uh, if you have a couple bad games, you, yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, you can't have any bad games. Well, I mean, no. you can if you're only shooting twenty or fifteen hundreds, right? I mean, you need a three hundred in there, but you know, in a WCBT, or I mean, sometimes during all, all fairness, I mean, uh, how bad is bad? Can you recover from? But we've yeah, and what game is that bad game, and that you're got to recover mm-hmm. from? So yeah, yeah, I think in six games, all of a sudden you only have one bad game. You yeah. have. You have one bad game, one mediocre game. The rest of them have to be pretty decent, and to make up for it, eight gamer you can have like two bad games. Yeah, I I, 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 also, I also I would have a cramp in my neck. <laughs> I, I, I I also think the more games you have in a qualifying shift, or more games you have in a uh, to qualify for something, your better bowler has the opportunity to yeah. have a better chance of making that situation. The, the right? stamina guy. Right. What does Absolutely. what's your open qualifying look like, Jeff? Uh like for the zone wise, uh I don't know, make the make the men's team or the Canada probably a two thirty ish. No class. but what's the uh, sorry, what's the how many games do you play? Oh, for for qualifying is twenty games. Okay. Okay, which is that some zones even here I think are twelve or fifteen. It's a lot less, but I agree with Tim's comment. The longer, the more games there are, the better yeah. chance that the better bowlers will make it. Right? Sort of, yeah. sort of. My 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 jam is playing the open is twenty games, and this you know just over a longer period of time, I can work myself into that. You can you know claw away, and you get fifth or sixth place or seventh or eighth, right? So, yeah. Yeah. 
I definitely have more confidence over longer. Like the open, I I, I think that I can make the open team, um, just because I I know I can. My, my games are going to be there over twenty games compared to over. A, but you still get ball. the pressure. You start start feeling the pressure. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, certainly yeah. twenty. Oh, right? we we, you, we can drink though. We can drink though. You don't yeah, feel the no pressure. Matter, no matter the number of games <laughs> and the number of you know the points you lead, you still kind of there's that moment. Any any tournament, right? Yes. You, even if it's yeah. six gamer, we we're talking eight gamer, three gamer, one gamer, right? Like you you feel that moment. So it's just break it all down. Yeah, but, I agree with it. Uh, your your rookie. Uh, team did you make? What do you want to talk about first, Jeff? Masters or Open? Like, what's your what was your rookie make um, for one of the two that uh, that, that starts sending you into a, a nationals or a, a provincials? Uh, well, my uh, rookie national, like like other than I went to one Utah national as a kid, but that that was pretty much it. But as an adult, my rookie uh, nationals with Masters in twenty ten. For the, I was on the teaching team that year. I uh, uh, actually didn't qualify. I was, uh, you know, I, uh, I was two the second runner up. Uh, and uh, thankfully, somebody had hurt himself and dropped out. And uh, like, this is my first year of Masters, right? So I really don't know. I bowled the game, so I don't really know what Masters is. Nationals is all right. I don't know nothing about it, but didn't qualify. Uh, you know, life goes on. You. You know, go back to work. Your bowling's done for the year, right? And uh, uh, I get a call. I think it was like two or three days before national started in Sudbury, and said, uh, you know, so and so dropped out. He can't go. Uh, the next runner-up couldn't make it. Uh, it's time off work. Uh, can you go? I'm like, sure. This is good. I, I think it was like a Monday, and I had to leave that Wednesday. So I was at work. I tried to get the time off work, especially my job back then. I was the only guy that could do my job so when i was gone my work just sat there right so i went in to work at 4 a.m uh worked to 5 p.m uh got as much got as as head as much as i possibly could left like i already had all my stuff packed i'm gonna go left work at 5 p.m or ish or whatever something like that drove the 16 hours to subbury after working a 13-hour shift, wow, dead as a beast. Safe, yeah, real safe, real safe. Yeah. Oh, I know I can't do that now. I was, I was younger then. Uh, <laughs> pull into the just, I just, I think I just made opening ceremonies in my time by the hour. Uh, that, sitting there in opening ceremonies, literally doing the, you know, just barely staying awake. As soon as it was done and and gone, right, you know, six, seven, eight o'clock, whatever it was. You know, like, oh, you know, go over to the room and have some drinks, you know, start time to party, I'm not right. It's like, nope, I'm going to bed. It's like yeah. 8 o'clock at night or something like that. I went to bed and slept all the way through the bowling start the next day. So that, that was kind of an instant way to start a master's career. Yeah. And how did that, uh, how did the result end up? What did you, it was teaching teaching men's? It was teaching men's, yeah. So like, like I said, I was maybe only about a 225, 230 average back then. Uh, I bowled pretty well, actually. I think I was, uh, I just want to look into that, but I was pretty sure I was like 17 and 4 or something like that. I, I bowled pretty good. Uh, and that's awesome. And, and we ended up winning gold, so I guess, guess you can't complain. Nice. And you still, and you and won that was gold no, that year. Yeah, and that was no, uh, obviously I had no idea I was going to pass it, right? So I hadn't bowled in like two months since yeah. you know, we used to time. So that was kind of interesting. It was kind of a 
just like, okay, I got no practice, so let's just, you know, let's just go and have fun, and it did pretty well. Nice, that's awesome. Congrats. Now, did you, after was that the only year that you played the teaching? Did you always play mm-hmm. then tournament? Started playing tournament after that. Okay, I should be playing yeah. tournament. And and you've made that a number of times. Any of those years uh, stand out to you? I think it's five times on the tournament men's team. So, coming out of any zone, and no matter where you are, five times in the last ten years is a pretty good accomplishment, right? So, any of those teams stand out or some significant stories to talk about? Uh, I don't know. I always had. You know, we're not, you know, medals are not that obviously, right? You know, Northern Ontario tournament men's team don't really have a great record when it comes now, to medals. But. this is Northern Ontario, so it is, sorry, forgive me, but the, the, the Grazias, do they play Masters? Or who who are your, some of your teammates in, in these uh, events? Oh, the Grazias don't play? No. Uh, okay. I think the main issue is because with the kids, right, they don't want to bowl with the kids. They just want, you don't want to bowl. You know, like From a style, qualifying qualifying so, to qualify you have to bowl and the tournaments provided in there yeah gotcha yeah just sort of um uh, who who would be some of your teammates that are on these oh, uh the, yeah. the tournament teams in the last handful of years well uh like back in the day like uh mike mcnamara was always always on he was our mm-hmm. president like he's in ontario now but he was always always in there and whatnot right uh, Colin Williams, Jason Rimmer's ball, uh, El Coquette bowls, Masters for quite a while. He hasn't done it the last couple of years. Uh, we'll have to keep razzing him. Hopefully we'll keep coming back. Yeah, keep yeah him no, go time. back to Masters. <laughs> Jeff needs you. Yeah. yeah, come on, we need you. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it from what I think of. We have, uh, pretty much every year we have a couple new guys, right? A couple of rookies. Yeah, Roger. Yeah, Roger. Oh, Roger. Yeah, Roger even made a a couple. Last couple. Roger and Nick. I had a good. I had a good time facing them. Yeah, I know. I know. Wiseman's like Roger. They're they're good pals. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun trash talking him. You oh, know, yeah. you're you're famous uh, for a Masters video when uh, Joel went up on the lanes. I think you're facing Joel. And his whole team left him. Yeah, and, I was, uh, yeah. yeah, and then his whole team left him. I remember that video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just walked away. I didn't know it was coming there, so I was, you can see in my facial expression that was hilarious. Austin, he comes up, throws the strike, and he kind of I see him throw the towel, and that's when I kind of turned. I see all his team, you know, they were like reforming down, right? They were gone. So he, he comes off the lane, ah, oh, getting ready for the big high five, and this whole team left him, and that was hilarious. Nice. And also for Masters, um, you've played single a few times too. So that's a different experience than playing on, on team. Obviously, just one player plays singles. You can't play both in Masters. So um, what's the difference between the two playing? And obviously, any good experiences playing the, the singles set at Nationals? Who would have won? What years did you play singles? Uh, okay, I should have uh, wrote that down earlier. I think it was I was twenty twelve. Tim has the info. Uh, He's got it all. Right. Well, he yeah, sent 20, it to me. So yeah, I remember I looked it up earlier. Twenty twenty fourteen, I had bold singles. I hadn't. I didn't win that year. Mike McNamara actually won. Uh, okay. But he had to drop out. He had to drop. I think he was working on his knee or knee or leg. I think it was his knee, but he had surgery on his knee, so he had to 
dropout. So I, I had bowled that year. I was the runner-up. Technically, I didn't win. But, but how uh, did it, um, who, how did it go at Nationals? Uh, well, pretty good. I think I had a, uh, every year I've, I've been getting better, getting better, uh, better wins, loss record. I think in 2012, or yeah, 2012, I think I was like 10 and 11. So, you know, first year out, not, not bad, not great. But, uh, yeah, 50-50 yeah, uh, Yeah, and I think every year since I've had a better record, I've bowled better, been closer to, uh, to making the step ladder, right? I think, uh, 2018, I bowled mm-hmm. quite, uh, quite well, like pretty good for myself. I know, uh, one thing that I was kind of happy about was, uh, I think it was only one game, that whole tournament where I was totally blown out. You know, he just had a big game and it was just, you know, I was done. The sixth frame already ordered, right? But every, every other game that came right down to the ninth, tenth frame, it was, everyone came right down to the end. So it's kind of nice that, you know, just all it took was just a couple more of those. To go my way, and I, I went right in there. So I, I know, I know. Next time, next time, I'll, I'll, I'll get on. I'll, I'll make it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you were fourth that time. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon, you'll be the person that Tim's giving a gold medal to. Yeah. But, but hey, better chance than Tyson. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tyson. Uh, you know, he got his medal his first year. That little kid. Uh, <laughs> you know, you it. Uh, he he beat me by four pins that year, by the way. Four <laughs> pins. That's all. You're not upset or anything, I know. Yeah, I, I no, can not that. at all. No, no. <laughs> yeah. A little, little bit of a rivalry. There always got to be a few. Yeah. Tim's got yeah, Tim. Went... Tim has them with everybody. Ty- Ty- Tyson yeah. was uh, also bragging about uh, about how he got dessert and you didn't. Dessert? Oh, I don't know that one. Remember uh, in Gatineau, he got dessert from Marla, and you didn't because you didn't get a medal. Oh, that's oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Marla likes him better, anyways. They're both magical people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that over there. Look what he does. Watch <laughs> 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 yourself. Oh. <laughs> see, I see even Al Paquette chiming in. He wasn't happy with 2018. No. Yeah. That's why you got to come back, Al, I guess, eh? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, what, um, you know, obviously, Masters, you had said some of the DeGrazias don't play. Um, you know, the, the competition level, obviously, you'd want to be, you know, at the top, but you said it's a challenge there, too. Is there other obstacles or what, what, what I mean, the, the general space, the tournament, the format, what, was there anything that Northern Ontario that you guys talked about that could, could make it more competitive to, to play or what sort of things do you guys go through on that challenge? I don't know. I know, uh, I know I've been talked about it in a previous podcast, but, uh, uh, we were trying to had split the divisions, right? So the tournament can bowl, they, they were, you know, nothing set in but have two tournaments a year where we all, all bowl together, right? You know, one one in the east, one in the west, like one would be in Thunder Bay, and then right, so just the one at the end of the year. Yeah, then you know that way you have both just tournaments a year, everybody's bowling together, and have a tournament division that way. You know, have to bowl with the kids. Uh, I I would do that obviously, especially if it gets more people, more people interested. Like uh, like it's great going the national or whatnot. I love it. I've always 
blast every time I ever gone. But to have a shot at him, it would be nice once in a while. Like, yeah. <laughs> this, is an, this is an interesting one. Right, Jason brings up a comment um, here. You have to coach to master um, in Northern Ontario, right? That's a yeah. that's an interesting one. Where it's not necessarily the strict rule anywhere else, or at least not in Alberta. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. But yeah. that, uh, do you have to be an active coach? Uh, what are, what are the yeah. parameters around that, Jeff? Can you tell us? Like, do you have to be how many hours a week, or do you have to be registered with a certain league, or how does that? How do they? How do they police yeah, that? Like, yeah, basically, there is no policing. There's there's a lot of masters that don't coach kids at all uh, right you know some 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 are work related right they just they're working always working that day or whatever that right uh some just yeah, i don't know maybe just don't want to or something like that right but uh always try you i'm pretty much one of the only coaches really in sport uh that does more of the coaching okay. side of things right so trying to so just cheerleading and you know getting kids the right lane, like, hey, you know, come over here up on three, let's go, and whatnot, like, try to have a little bit more technical side of the game, but unfortunately, there's just it's not the kids really to do it, right, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, know, I know for a couple of years there, they had changed our, our YC day to a Wednesday, and instead of Saturday morning, and I, I worked Wednesday nights all the time, so I didn't coach at all for, like, two years, because I couldn't, I just had to work, right, I would love to, yeah. but, uh, but they switched it back to Saturday, so I coached whenever, whenever I could when I wasn't bowling. Right. But I wasn't bowling. I was not bowling out. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I I understand. I understand. Like even like you're supposed to coach the four hours per month. Um, Alberta, we don't have a strict rule. I mean, you have to have your coaching in order to be a master, but you don't have to be an active coach to do it. I think the hardest part is, I mean, if you're looking at teaching and you look at a tournament, tournament we have 40 members, 45 members usually, you know, somewhere around there. But you look at our teaching masters, we're going to have, you know, they have 300, like, easily. And and the hard part, in, like, you know, you're looking at Edmonton, we have 80 coaches or whatever, um, 80 coaches, 100 coaches, somewhere around there. It gets tough. It gets tough. Finding places for him to bowl or for them to you sorry go and coach on a regular basis and not you can't you can't go to Saturday morning YBC and have thirty coaches there. No, well, and and I mean I I've barked about this many times about that being a flaw in in my opinion is that you you should you should coach or in some way shape or form. We've talked about this I think you Mm -hmm, know maybe it's an adult league or you sign up or you're an it's an hour you know the four hours a month I get it no I. I totally get both sides of argument. We're kind enough space for all these guys to coach, and you can't have too many voices talking to the same kids. So, yeah, but but why aren't they coaching? And then so one province they, yeah. they put in the rule you have yeah. to coach. So it's a it's a you, tough. They need a YBC program near you too. Right? Yeah, it carries the opposite, right? I mean, he's driving forty five minutes anywhere for a program, right? So minimum, yeah, right. Like, I mean, re- realistically, the the other thing, like I I just think. And, I, and Nat is right, but there's yeah. there, if there's there's centers that are always needing coaches, and there's centers that are overloaded with coaches. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's it's a tough balance. It just, I'd it's, like to see more involvement, I, at least from mm. an Alberta standpoint. But at the same time, I'm not I'm not in a position that I want to be barking and I, causing that, that I, issue. That's an internal I, thing to discuss. I have a different stance. I know Masters is there for coaching and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think Masters is there to give back, right? And I, yeah. 
I feel that that entity is what is masters. Maybe so. Maybe somebody doesn't have a time on a Saturday morning, or maybe they don't have a, a time like, or maybe Carrie doesn't have a place to go and coach, for example, right? But I, I really feel if you give back to the sport some way, somehow, you know, Carrie with the tour or Carrie with the Five Team Universe, just an example, I think that is okay, right? I think that's important, just as important as the rest. Um, I think that should count towards Masters if there was something acceptable with that. Um, that's my own personal opinion, right? Because I know Masters is supposed to coach the kids and stuff like that. But if there's no way you can be there or anything like that, I think that I think there's other ways to be uh, serviceable or promoting the sport in, in, in a that, positive manner. You know, in order to play in the Masters division or one of these, you, you have to do... Yeah something and it's just get checked off every year yeah. i did this and as make make it as bogus as it is you'll, you'll get the guilt trip but if it's just a couple hours hey i worked at bingo perfect you get your check mark thanks for thanks for being part of it yeah. i just spent two hours at a clinic with a bunch of kids you know on saturday afternoon and you, you did you or did you not like at kj or you know wherever yeah, right yeah. like oh check mark yeah. like i, I, I agree, like tim there's, there's something i like kathy's there. uh, comment here too you don't you don't want a coach to go and coach just because they're told they're forced to coach, you know right. you don't want you don't want them to be there and and, and, and not care, like yeah, that's that's the worst thing that you could have happen to. So, yeah, uh, some, some I, people aren't good coaches. Uh, they yeah. might be great yeah. bowlers and great people. Yeah, some, so go work at bingo. Some are, yeah, some <laughs> yeah. people right. don't yeah, have their, true. the kids out of yeah. it, right? So. Sell great cup for, tickets, and you, you have to sell fifty great cup tickets. If you want to yeah. buy them all yourself, perfect. Check mark. And and I and I kind of say that to myself because I I feel if I compare Dex or myself, I feel Dex has way more to give back as a coach because he's phenomenal that way. Where I I'm not as good at that way as a technical person. Um, I, I see myself as developmental or whatnot. I, I just I just think that. Uh, I just think that I'm better off volunteering me somewhere else in the sport <laughs> yeah. to make it better. Check, uh, check mark, Len. Check mark. That's what yeah. you get, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, and you know what? And Len, uh, and uh, Tracy's a check mark for taking care of you. So, yeah. I mean, oh, yes. it, it, go, oh, it goes yeah. all the way around, buddy. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But interesting so. that some see that as a hurdle because there's a barrier yeah. of being you have to be a volunteer for us. And I don't want to be a volunteer. I'm not doing it or I'm not coaching. So then I'm not playing. So. You know, that's everybody, every organization needs to discuss what their challenges are and how they can overcome them. And if there's a way to improve on them, then, yeah. then do it. If there's not, then don't. Yeah. yeah I, I would right. love to try to yeah, see numbers go up, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, more competition, right? That's if you want to be yeah. better at the problems, right? You got to try to get more people in there, right? So, yeah. Get more people in the door. Nice. How about flipping over to the to the open side of things because that's a different type of a qualification in in Northern Ontario and even within your zone. So we briefly touched on it earlier. What is it? Uh, what's the qualifying? So you bowl out of your zone and are there, and then you go to a provincials and, yeah. and then play against yeah. Northern Ontario in their zones, obviously. So how does that look for you guys? Yeah, we uh, each uh, uh, zone has their a roll up. There. Uh, Back a few years ago, they were they were uh, they were all 10, 20 games, like ten on Saturday, ten on uh, Sunday, right? And Thunder Bay had did it differently for a while. They were doing fifteen games. They were doing five games uh, each of one of their centers each day. So they would you know pull seven games one day, eight games the next, or whatever, vice versa, right? But now I know they've, they've switched it to, to twenty. Uh, 
or something like that, right? So they, but uh, but now they only have two centers now again, right? So I, I imagine they could do that. They can't do that. I would believe anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you bowl your 20 games, you know, top six men, top six women, six for the mixed team, right? Go on credentials, we, uh, there's six zones. Uh, uh, Masters right now is switched to five zones, only two six zones. Uh, hmm. For the provincials, so Wednesday, we, uh, Easter weekend, right? That's uh, water problems are. Uh, on the Wednesday, uh, we win the singles bowl, there are 10 games. Uh, and that, that, that's the thing. Depending on where we are in a location, how many lanes we have. Uh, where schedule work sometimes makes both three games before that, but uh, if the center is big enough uh, to hold all three zones or shifts at once, then they don't do that. But uh, and then the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, or no, no, Thursday, Friday, the teams bowl, they, they're all this mixed and all the men, uh, and then the Saturday, it's, it's all the Saturdays, right? So I think, uh, I think you guys for Alberta, your singles is already. That Wednesday night, isn't it? Like you know who's going to national? It's Yeah, I think each each host can make up their minds, but lately it's been mostly Wednesdays. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know because it kind of be a little bit different, right? The guy that wins, you know, I'm already going to national, right? I know it might be a little bit different. I, I kind of like the way we do, right? So, uh, uh, so you know, your your made step ladder, you know, you're bowling Saturday, but. You don't know if you're going to win yet, right? So, you know, you're still giving it your all in the team side. Yeah, I, li- I like, I personally vote for that too. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of good either way because, I mean, at least, at least in Edmonton, if you're not trying, you're going to, you're going to get, you're yeah. going to get ripped apart. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you yeah, I think that was so, yeah. a little bit different there. So, but I like, I like the end of the day. I was, I was a fan of that I, at the end. I, I'm, I'm, I'm two different ways, thoughts of it we talked about in the past. Um, I thoroughly think our team benefited from, from people sitting uh, singles in order to rest them for the stepladder, and it, and I I disagree with it still from 2010 on that situation, and and uh, I, I feel like we benefited from it, um, and I don't think it was fair to be honest with you. So I, that's where I am okay with doing it on Wednesday um, because it's over and done with, and if, then there'd be no sitting. Everybody has to play. Um, Sorry, so somebody sat in the twentieth game because they wanted to wait for not, ni- the... 19th, 19th game. Yeah, somebody they, they uh, didn't play him because they were resting him for the for his uh, singles. And uh, did the player you know, ask? Did the player ask to be sat? The the coach asked him. He said, "Yeah, I, I don't want to play." And we ended up winning in ten by only five. Did you still win provincials as a team? We won by provincials because we we barely won the next game and we won by. Right. A game, so you, like, still, you still won, so all was well. You didn't lose, but, but just the fact that it didn't. Yeah. But if it, we it could have swayed, if they, if, they, if if we lost that game, North would have won the provincials probably most awesome. likely. Awesome. Well, you, you you prevented North from winning a provincials, so. Well, you know, no, but it's yeah. the opposite. Yeah. As much yeah. as I as I yeah. as much as I think it, I think North would have done him well, good in a way, right? Yeah, that's like, crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, though, that yeah. you would that, that you would have done that. You'd, you'd, you'd hope that maybe that coach and player have learned that lesson since then. I don't know who you're talking about, but that would be my general statement that that's a mistake that you'd look back yeah. on and be like, that's not a good thing. So, but, yeah. yeah, 
I, I just put it. I just put it in there. So yeah. Anyways, no. back to Jeff um, and the and the provincials. So you typically obviously go every year as your zone into provincials, but it's a tough go from being where you're from from a team perspective. So you're allowed to play team and zone and singles. Obviously, you do at provincials. So how is that mindset going in with a your likelihood of your team is not going to win? the team or do you guys put up a good fight in a really really close but at the end of the day it's thunder bay would go we've, we've got some decent bowlers in the open uh the, the sunset men's we we usually medal uh i, I know the last time we kind of got upset there and we finished fourth i think we, we should have medaled but uh we we get thunder bay a good running sometimes yes they're obviously the way better than not, but uh we've, we've beaten them Fair amount of times. I think we beat them more than any of the other zones. We would. But, nice. Okay. But, but again, on, on paper, they're still going to beat us. Eight out of ten times. But hopefully, the two out of ten eventually comes for you. That's all we'd ask for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So you just got to beat them twice. <laughs> yeah. If you only beat them two games and make it the last two games in the step ladder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you guys do a step ladder for teams. Right. Because well, you do a step ladder for the team. You do a step ladder for teams. For the team too, yeah. It'd be nice if somebody would create a document of qualification rules for the open for all the provinces across the country. And mm-hmm. one single document. Here's your here's your qualifying method. Same thing for the masters. Here's your qualifying method. Do you think that somebody could do that? One document, one master document. I I, I, th- I think all the formats are on their website, Daryl. Wow. <laughs> I did, I did, that's I, I know that I know there are, I know there are. I'm looking for one document that has everybody's all listed down. Right? Yes, yes. I, you know what? I, I I'll create it for you. And I didn't I'll say you, Tim. I didn't say you. I'm just more putting it out to the world. Does anybody have the ability to go and do this? Yeah. Centralized information? No way, Daryl. No way. Yeah. No Why way. have it on 24 different websites? I, you know, I was I was looking for information on Jeff earlier, and I, I hear you. It was tough to find on uh, trying to find information on, on the centralized <laughs> you know, website. Your sites you were going to, I'm sure we couldn't find. <laughs> Anyways, I know for our master, they don't post the final results, right? So it's, you're like, oh, how much did I lose by last year, right? They, they don't post it, so it's, I don't know. I think we should post the final results too, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of nice, but, but we don't. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice to know how much I beat Tyson by 2018. So I think it was like six, seven, eight hundred games or something like that. It was. <laughs> nice <to know>. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to nice. bowl the last game, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> In the following, you're beaten by four. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you don't have to worry about that anymore. He's gone, so. I know, I scared him away. He went running like a little baby. You know that was coming from. I think it's crazy that Winnipeg, or sorry, Manitoba only has three zones. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Westman, Central, and, uh, and right. Winnipeg. Yeah. Pretty easy format there, then. Oh. Look at that. Look. Calling you out, Jeff. <laughs> I did choke you up. I did, though. Yeah. That's crazy. I need, 38, I need a 38 pins in the 10th to, to win. Oh. And uh, he had finished. We both bowling the same set of lanes, so just right, right way. What a way to finish the year off. Right? We're both bowling the same set of lanes. He finished before I did. I go up in the lanes. need 38 to win. Throw the first strike, and I'll take. Yeah, I need a great 
throw the second one. Fuck yeah, there we go. That's one more, right? You need eight pins to win. Punch the three pins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't even hit them. I'm like, oh. So yes, well, I did choke. It was a choke. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you, th- you threw the two before that. Yeah. Yeah. I tried. At least there was a chance, right? So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went into that tournament with a decent league, and I struggled that weekend. So Tyson just kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And, uh, yeah, he, he won. <laughs> uh, plenty of room. Plenty of room. Um, so your two yeah, singles that you would have played for Northern Ontario at the Open, uh, what years were those and who uh, the, the difference, you know, playing the Open singles versus the Master singles? Let's go there. Uh, yeah, the two years were 2012 in Gatineau and 2018 in Gatineau. I think yeah. I like Gatineau a lot. When, uh, when it, was, it was going to be Gatineau a couple years ago there, right, again? So I was kind of joking. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to win the Open this year again, right? Yeah. Gatineau. But, uh, but unfortunately, COVID shut us down. But uh, yeah, no, in 2012, uh, it was a little bit different format. It was had 30 games back then, so you both 10, 10 games a day. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Again, first open, uh, you know, they do things a little bit differently. Uh, we were going at, uh, at the name, uh, which probably heard a lot. It's a tough house. It was, uh, it was, uh, what would, no. Synthetic, synthetic to start and wood the second half and uh, the balls moved a ton yeah, I, I was going it as far as I could at the left two pin just to get in anywhere close to the middle and uh, I think my first game that day was about 40 something not not broken it was Whoops. a lot to adjust to yeah. but the last yeah. game of the day the last game of the day was like a 406 or 407 or something like that so it got better throughout the day. <laughs> Massive improvement. Yeah, I ended up splitting. That was the high game of the tournament. I ended up splitting with, uh, with another guy from Nova Scotia. I split that year with him. I won a little bit of money, which was nice. Nice. And yeah. then in 2018, awesome. how'd that go? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's, well, 20, yeah, in 2012, I, I, I didn't make the step ladder. Uh, okay. I lost my first match. Uh, so I finished fifth. Uh, 2018, I uh, think I bowled better. I you know was a little bit more experienced time. Uh, I think I, I bowled a little bit better, but I just just uh, fell out of the staff ladder. I, I was in it. I was sitting in it the tournament, and just the very last last couple of games, uh, you got from Quebec or uh, Frederick or her, uh, just sneaking me out. So. <laughs> I thought I had it, but it was just all short. Frederick Morten, yeah. 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 He had a couple of nice games to finish. And I was, you know, I think I was in, and often he had, I think it was uh, second last game. So I think it was uh, game 14, and he do 15 games now, right? So that would be game 14, he had a, he had a big game. I didn't, didn't realize that I wasn't really watching this all that. So uh, our, our manager that year was watching me, and he kind of told me, he was like, uh, yeah, he uh, kind of had to move here. He had a big game, so I uh, bowled well, but he had a big last game too. So I didn't, didn't gain enough on him. So. Gave it a whirl. But. Well, you'll have you'll have more chances to be there again. So 
you know, yeah. learn from everything you do, and you'll be you'll be just fine. Yeah, the open is a little bit harder for me to get to, right? Because singles is pretty much my only option, and you know you have the grazzies that's going to be avoided pulling it, right? So it's it's tougher, tougher competition. It's, it's, yeah, for sure. It's hard yeah, to get some in. good shooters out there. Yeah. So what other, you know, is that a different mindset for you playing Masters versus the Open, or what other differences do you find between the two that uh, that you face there? That's How do you feel about them? Yeah, it's a little a little bit different because uh, Masters, you kind of don't own with our boy as a team, right? You're going to the same of lane as your female single uh, representative, right? So you kind of can cheer each other up. You can kind of, you know, motivate each other, right, or... Whatever. You're not really doing much coaching, right? But you know, just kind of somebody to talk to. But for the open, you know, you're sort of different with the main draw, right? So you're not. It could be across the bowling alley from you, right, or whatever, right? So you're not always bowling at the same time, right? So it's kind of a little bit almost. You're a little bit more on your own, a little bit more, right? So you know, it's a, it's a different aspect, right? And then you're not really focused, right? For the open, you're focused uh, a little bit more on everybody, right? Because it's it's qualifying, right? You're you're or win when the uh, masters you're kind of just focused you're just, just a match play right so you're just you're focused on the guy next to you that you're going against you don't it doesn't matter what's going on over there you don't care what's going on over there right it doesn't matter it's either you get your two points and win or you don't get zero right so yeah but you're playing on the same lane game. with your other provincial partner in right? masters, For masters. Yeah, not masters in masters yeah. you are so there's two people yeah. per lane you and your female Right, playing yeah. against their male and their female, men yeah. and lady, but obviously individual matches. Okay, okay. But and match play, whereas the open is a still a twenty-four game or twenty-one game before step ladder, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But you're not playing with the person from your province. You're playing with randoms. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's the random and, main draw. And and one and told pinfall, one's match play. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they're both step ladder. Correct. Uh, three player step ladder and five Four player point. step ladder. Oh, five. Yeah. Five player for open. Yeah. yeah. And three player for. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys had to vote, what would be your preferred method for singles? Anybody voting out there too? What's your preferred method for singles, masters or open nationals? I'm sure we've asked this before. I'll uh, we'll ask it again. I, if you had I to vote for like what, what would it be? I kind of vote for masters. I think. Masters? Yeah. I, I think I'd vote for Masters too, but again, I think that the way Masters format should be the open format, and the open format should be the Masters format. Correct. Say that again? Sorry? I, th I think they have the formats wrong. I think they have them backwards. I think Masters should be the, the scratch, and I think the open should be the match play, because open is match play through and through from the start sort of thing all the way through provincials and whatnot for teams too for teams yeah right yeah. so that, so then you go to nationals i mean it's surprising to me that they go to a a scratch format whereas the masters you know you're qualifying on six different weekends playing eight games qualifying as a singles you know or qualifying as scratch i don't know why they, they it, it seems backwards to but me but then a masters nationals you're playing yeah, you're right. I got you. If that was the way, you would flip it so they play mm -hmm. a qualifying session again. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But so, I, I like the Masters way better, but I just think they should be switched. So you're the match play yeah. format way is you prefer yeah. of the Nationals. Carrie, how about you? Match play. Yeah. And you too, Tim? Um, 
<laughs> Tim's got some experiences where he probably wishes. I, 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 you know what? I enjoy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think it's match play. I think match play. I think, and the only reason why I say that is because I, I, th- I like the Masters best two out of three because they can do that because it's only top three. In the step ladder, where it's only a because one you play game everybody three times. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, no, so, you, so I, I, I say first ladder. two were placed. Oh, like gotcha. three, three placed two, your best two out of three, and then so really as a as a one seed, you don't really have much of a bonus other than just being a one seed, right? Whereas open, you have a double knockout, right? So, sorry, explain this best two out of three again. So when you get to the step ladder in the Masters, there's only you, three people in the step ladder. It's a three game match between third and second. Yeah, so so I, I'm playing. I'm third. Seed and if you win the first two games, then you're good. Right. It's not a total pinfall for the three games. That's Correct. the best two out of three. Gotcha. Because so you can't. What if you tie the first game? Then you then uh, then well, I guess you'll see what the other two games are first. And if then... it's a split, then it's total pinfall, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. We so that's about so that. the matches in the step ladder for the Masters is a three game match play, two out of three. Yeah. Gotcha. Whereas the Open step ladder is a one gamer. Right. Except for the first place second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, double life. Yeah. So there's no advantage to qualifying first in the Masters, even though it's a match play. There's no advantage, well, right? You only have to win one match. Yeah, you don't have to play the two. Yeah, match. you've only got to win one match. Best, yeah, best right. two, best two out right. of three, one match. You know, and you you look at it, and prime example was uh, Cody Laycox. He struggled. Cody's a hell of a player. He struggled in, uh, for qualifying. Uh, he only averaged two thirty something, like low two thirties. But he met because he, he was match play. We're talking about masters. Re- masters match play. He was and he, and so me Tyson and him tied for the first seed, and then fourth was below us, so it didn't matter. Uh, so we had a roll off to see who was first, second, and third. Cody had like a three three like mid threes. I had a three twenty, and and then Tyson had two eighty. So that's how we got our seeds. And then Cody went three. I shot 360 at him or 340, and he went 340, 340 against me. So he averaged 230, and but what he needed to throw is high games he did, right? So yeah, kudo, okay. kudos to him, right? But that's match play, right? Where in, in the open, he would never have made the step ladder. Because of the qualifying, because of the score, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it, it, it all depends what you're looking for. Uh, Cody deserved the honest, he played well on this when he needed to, right? So um, I love, I'm, I love watching Carrie read things. Because Carrie does like the typical like puppy dog thinking face where it goes. Imagine this. Ca- top three ca- is based on match Carrie's- play records, but a wild card gets in for highest pinfall outside of the top three. Top three is based on match play records. Wasn't well, that normal? Sure. Yeah, and then yeah. a wild card gets in for highest pinfall outside of the top three. So, so you take top your top three players, mm-hmm. and then your fourth player in the step ladder is based on total pinfall. Are we are we the NBA? I actually, are we, I don't. Are we having a plan? <laughs> but I, I don't mind that because that. Makes, but we are for, we are for the WCBT. I get it. Yeah. That makes people play to the end too. Oh uh, yeah, it does. Sure. Right. So that that makes all those matches get a lot tougher down the line. Even if like you're facing somebody who's out of it in the match play side of it, those matches can get tougher too. So I, I don't, I don't mind that actually. Yeah. I, I don't mind that too because it does reward you say somebody for grinding it all day long. It just unfortunately had somebody that was or people were ramped up to play you you're the number one seed and everybody wants to play it and they're coming to you know but but, down. He, but they'd be four right they'd be the four seed sure they'd be four yeah. but i mean yeah. they're they're yeah 
But what if the okay? So what if the top three are the best average players that weekend, and they happen or that week they happen to win all their matches or whatever, and the fourth player is. 30, 40 pins behind them, should they get a spot in the step ladder? I don't think so. I, I just I just think Winnipeg is just whining again. I think that's yeah, what it is. Well, there, there was a reason for be, the question, right? Yeah, it, well, yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah. boom. There's, there it is. So here, here's a question then for, for all the stats guys out there. Yeah. Let's go back to the last whatever number of years of Masters Nationals and tell me who hasn't made the step ladder. Without with being the high with being the highest pinfall, Je- Jeff Bourne does I, in twenty fourteen. Yeah. But that's yeah. one year twenty fourteen. Right, we're talking about one last, year. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Has it happened? How many times has that happened in the last twenty years? Or stats like so? If you tell me one person, there's one person. If you can tell me it's happened actually every single year, we've had a guy who has been one of the top three and doesn't make it. Or, or there's a big forensics into that whole thing. You know what I'm asking here, right? So, yeah. 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 Gino is probably one of them. He'll probably let us know. So. <laughs> For sure, Gino's one of them. Yeah. yeah. He would tell you about every single frame that he threw that day, too. That, yeah. You know, yeah. Seven bagger, you know, missed a corner, ran a seven bagger, right? Yeah. Well, pretty much. <laughs> Where, what were we talking about, Jeff? Where are we at? What's your favorite well, between well, Masters and Open? So, Masters, you said. Yeah. Well, maybe we can move on. I, I, people don't know, but. Uh, Jeff being part of the Canada Cup singles. He was the only representative ever to come out of Northern Ontario in the singles event. Um, Jeff, do you want to maybe explain that a little bit, how you enjoyed your the event and how maybe it was different compared to your Masters and Open experiences, if it was? Oh, it was uh, very different, yeah, for sure. Uh, the first year, uh, there wasn't even a qualifying. Uh, like I didn't, I don't know if they were trying to put one on or not. I didn't didn't hear nothing about it, didn't know nothing about it. Uh, so I got a call one day. Uh, they, they Northern Ontario still wanted to send a representative. They to so since I happened to win the Open Singles and the Master Singles that year, they asked me if I wanted to go. So I'm like, sure. Like, of course, of course. It was all, all expenses paid. Everything was paid for. And I'm like, of course, of course I want to go. That'd, that'd be great, right? Uh, that was when it was at Bonnie Dune. And, yeah, uh, first time, first, first and only time I ever bowled there. Wow, a lot of a lot of lanes. Holy cow! Uh, yeah, and that yeah. seventeen in centers that was different too. That was uh, I think I averaged over three that tournament, and realistically, I probably averaged two sixty or something like that. It was it was weird, you know, just hit it on the middle of anywhere, and it was strike is kind of kind of weird but uh yeah that's why dexter and i went to go play there for the eight gamers so we're qualified over there yeah and that's that's how you qualified i think right yeah <laughs> I yeah sorry i didn't qualify. Ba- yeah 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 <laughs> i i bowled my eight gamer and bowled horrendous it's horrible i don't know if i made top 100 but uh but Terry is not gonna look that up i know he's <laughs> No, but you're right. Yeah. Bonnie Dune is Bonnie Dune is a different animal, though. It's a it's it, yeah, it is. I mean, there's, I, there's lots of chirping about it, but it's another I, one. I, yeah, I think I went down. I think I went down and saw you, you guys down there, Jeff. I remember watching a little bit down there, right? Uh, it was it was uh, it was a different atmosphere. There was like no energy a little bit the first year, at least, right? So yeah, yeah. So you know, no one knew anything about it. Uh, 
like I don't know how any other provinces were, but like uh, you know, it wasn't the greatest representation the first year, right? You know, it wasn't your top speed bowlers or whatnot, right? It was a lot of people I had never heard of before, never seen before, and uh, I haven't seen since, right? But uh, uh, the second year, uh, Northern Ontario actually did have a qualifying, and, and I, I went pulled it. So I'm like, you know, the first year was fun, right? It was flat. But they had they had it the Sunday after the open provincials. And like I kinda get it makes sense. Everybody's down there on their location at the time, right? But we have our banquet night Saturday night. Uh we want to go bowl Sunday morning that early. Like no, we're all drinking at the time, right? So I was uh I wasn't that rough in my life. Right? But you know, you had a late night, you're not you don't really feel like nine o'clock bowling really, right? But uh but I went down the bowl. I think there was eight, ten of us, or something like that, right? Uh, realistically, I think there was only about two other guys that were decent, right? So, uh, but uh, I, I ended up winning in the end. I didn't lead most of them, actually. I think I stuck in Found a line that worked better and started bowling better. Not that I at the end. So you're a Canada yeah. Cup champion? But, uh, well, yeah, the provincial side of it. Uh, that year, uh, Nationals were Southern Ontario was at Hamilton, or what was, where yeah. was it, Marla? <laughs> Hamilton, I think. Uh, and, uh, in, <laughs> in bowl, just following along, <laughs> both places, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, she remembers better than I do. I, I don't have the greatest memory, but, but yeah, I was, uh, I don't remember what the house what it was, but it was, it was, it was, uh, it wasn't really, it was hotter than hell, right? So it was just hard bowl, and I went to just sweat ball, and, Oh, hot. I had a fun time. It was a blast. It was fun, but, uh, didn't bowl that great that time around. I, I think Sly won that year. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was, was looking at the. Well. Yeah, I was looking at the what? stats. I couldn't find any. <laughs> I I went on the website and you couldn't find any. So I think you got yeah, second know, I, one year, didn't you? Yeah, the first year I, I uh, first year I qualified first, uh, and then. Just Hit the bed in the finals. I think I had like a 460 double in the, in the final. So finished, finished second. But, you know, first year, silver medal. Nothing, yeah. Nothing yeah, wrong with totally. that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now that tournament has been cancelled. It's no longer yeah, ready. That yeah, was a yeah. bulk, it was a bulk Canada event, right? A little bit of a different format and qualifying right. and yeah, all events Canada. type of a thing, right? Yeah. It's been canceled now. They 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 brought it out to rival the Masters in the Open and uh, the tour events the finals. So they wanted to have their own kind of thing like that, and they wanted to create something so they could put it on television. Um, it just never <laughs> came to be, and they couldn't find the right time. I know in Alberta, um, the first year we qualified, how we qualified ours, Jeff was. Um, our national classifieds, or I guess your our Canada Cup, sorry, our Canada Cup was qualified. Um, the highest scratch bowler in our pins over average division made it. So it was an older gentleman from uh, from Calgary, I believe, and he only averaged like two two fifteen. I think that was his average. And then the following year, we had an all events event, um, and it was down in Calgary, and they took the top scratch bowler in the singles division. Okay, we have we have singles, doubles, and team events, and it's scratch and POA you can enter into, 
and uh, Mike Lucusier won that one. Well, Shelby yeah. won it, but Shelby Shelby mm-hmm. was on the board, and he can't participate, represent, represent if he's on the board. So Mike went uh, on. It. Yeah. Yeah, you know the second year was uh, better, better competition for sure. Right? Yeah. The board would have got out a little bit. You know, the first year I didn't hear anything about it. I had no idea. Yeah, I don't think I remember us did. Now, obviously, it canceled because of the numbers, or canceled because of COVID and pandemic, or canceled because of other reasons. What's I think the, it was the numbers? Just the, numbers. So yeah, I, I think not going to compete against the other big ones that are out there, unfortunately, and just sort of yeah. Well, they, don't like don't don't quote me on it, but it was something where I think it was fifteen hundred dollars extra uh, uh, franchise. I think it cost each each uh, right. province. And they were, they were told they had to like try to do two franchises per province um, that were part of it, most of them. And so that franchise fee included all the flights and the hotels. It's 1000 or $1,500. And the provinces weren't able to recoup the costs because there was no way. They weren't holding the event or there was in their time frame it wasn't working or there was some kind of issue with it, conflict. So they weren't they were losing money on it, right? Provinces were. So they yeah. just said they're not going to support it and when they can run tournaments. And and then really yeah. it comes down to individual provinces or houses within the province. So Right. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, one thing I just thought of just now, actually, I kind of forgot, like obviously the Bull Canada was 10 pin 2, right? So we go to uh, the, the, the first, uh, it was hilarious. I wasn't the only one. I know there was somebody else and I don't remember who else did it with me. I remember there was somebody else, but you know the Saturday night banquet night, right? Wars and whatnot. Every bowling tournament I ever do, is you go down in your uniform, right? You, you have your pictures with the medals and whatnot, right? So I put my pink uniform back on, right? Started going downstairs for the for the banquet, and uh, little did I know is their banquets are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so go down the bank night and everybody's dressed to the nines, right? It's cute nice dresses. I had to run back upstairs. I remember somebody else that had seen me, right? He's done the same thing. I had his uniform behind me. We've got to go change them. Luckily, I had a semi person that happened to bring me, right? But just like these, I didn't realize it was just a freaking black sucked event. Yeah, little heads, little heads up would have been nice here, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, send the guy, there, send the like, rookie down in the uniform where everybody's all dolled up. I remember that because we now classifies we had to wear a suit and tie and everything like that for the for the the thing. It, it, it was a neat event, that's for sure. I always enjoyed it, so. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was a good night. Yes. Hey Jeff, did you just change your headphone into your other ear? Because all of a sudden you just you 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 went a little bit quieter than you were before. So I'm wondering if you changed something once you oh. did your drop drop and go there. Yeah, well my one one earphone fell out, and uh, so the other one was just sitting on the desk like so put the other one back. Now. Okay. I'm a little bit a little bit quieter. Yeah. Can you get uh, your other? Can you get your other one? I'll put the other one back. <laughs> we'll just mute him while he's rummaging around here. Yeah. <laughs> but interesting, all the different events that there are, and the different singles formats that there are, and the different, you know, 
step ladders and and things right there's so many tournaments that are out there that you know it's tough to keep track of but it's also you have to pick and choose which are the best and which are the favorites and which ones you're going to support so yeah it's tough to do them all that a little bit better again guys oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. Much, much better. <laughs> oh, it's good. it was picking that's up good. the one off the floor yeah, yeah i guess that <laughs> might cause the uh, or that headphone was got the mic in there i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so I, I guess Jeff, we can talk maybe a little bit about uh, the bowling center that you, uh, you bowled at Fort Francis uh, or Plaza Plaza Lanes, I think it was, or was it? Yeah. Um, so many Plaza Lanes out there. Um, maybe we can talk a little bit about it and uh, maybe talk about how it closed and the, the effect on the community and how far the next center is to you. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with tough uh tough hearing the news right i had uh, uh i had a little bit of forewarning that something might be going down so uh you know tougher right we don't have a league this year uh i know some of the fort francis bowlers were going to try to have a, a saturday league in dryden because that, that's what had uh Kenora had been doing for a few years they, their lanes were closed for a few years they have just opened back up again so that's great for them, great for uh, So they were driving in once a month to bowl and, and, uh, and drive in just to get the league in. So, you know, you can still do your POA or, you know, you still have a set league average. So people that want to do that could. Uh, so we might be doing the same thing. I know we're going to have a, a little get together here sometime, probably in the next month or something like that, and just kind of talk with people to see uh, who will be interested in doing that, right? But, uh, yeah. Obviously, for me, uh, I'm going to be bowling the WCBC there this year. I'm going to try to do as I would do the Timmins tournament there this year too, and you try to definitely the Winnipeg one too. I want, I want to do a lot of bowling as many as I can. So, you know, bowling once a month <laughs> isn't going to do it, right? If you want to try to be competitive, so I'll be uh, I'll be bowling hard and probably a week, uh, maybe even twice a week. A bowl in their league there, right? Just try to, uh, just to try to get games in and keep bowling and try to try to be better. So I'll probably join their. They have a Monday night men's league there. That's you know a little bit better quality bowlers, which I'm looking forward to. I like to try to have some competition and try to push yourself, right? But unfortunately, it's the men's league. Uh, just trying to trying to convince them that you know maybe they allow one woman there, right? To be able to bring tomorrow there to bowl with us and whatnot, but I've been kind of hearing a little bit of 50-50 that, you know, know it, it's a men's league, they know the situation, right, but you know with the men's league, supposedly there's, you know, a lot of banter between the boys, right, it's boys talk, right, so it's <laughs> yeah, maybe not yeah. uh, there's so a, There's easy, a word right? for that, be yeah. careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, so, uh, yeah. It's funny to hear even, like, hear men's league anymore, because, like, we don't we don't have them at all here. But we haven't had a men's league oh, here in forever. But you have ladies yeah, leagues all the time. But you you don't really yeah, have men's right. leagues you're anymore. Right. Why why what's the difference? Right. Yeah. Why do they get theirs? Why can't yeah yeah because you're misogynist. <laughs> what are they then? Right, they're doing their own league. They're not allowing yeah. Anyways, I well, I'll probably oh. be doing that myself, and then uh, possibly maybe join another night, maybe a Friday night to their Friday night big league. So maybe doing that one as well, and uh, bring Mara there for that, for that one, right? And then that way, 
we're there Friday night, we can crash out a friend's park. So the Saturdays that we're bowling or forecasts we we can bowl that then too, right? We'll make it easier. So Yeah. So how big of a center was this how big of a center was uh, Fort Francis or, or Plaza Bowl? How big of a center ten, was it? Ten, ten lanes. And obviously just league support and the number of, you know, not a nightly league for people and only a couple of leagues at the end of the day, the just the business. The, yeah. So that looking to sell it or is it just sort of closing down or what are you doing with the lanes and containers yeah, they, or what's... It, it is sold. Uh, the guy that bought it is uh, probably going to be just tearing the building down. He wants the property for uh, rental. He has a lot of rental places here and whatnot, right? So that's kind of what he does. Uh, so the building will probably be torn down. Last week, we spent like five days solid in there, ripping everything out. Uh, all eight of the machines are down, uh, ready to be hauled out. Uh, Arnie has brought four of them to Subray with him. So four of them have already gone to Subray. Uh, this weekend, yeah, this weekend, uh, Saturday, some of the boys from Dryden are coming down again to make another load, load up as much and grab it, and, and they'll, they'll bring it to Dryden to, to bring the subway at a later date or whatever. Yeah. It's got to be such a sad yeah, feeling for anybody that's had to uh, do that, right? It's to tear down a center and computers and start ripping it out because yeah. you know for the yeah, sad yeah. reasons that they're not getting put back in, or they might some, but that's yeah. end of the day, it's... Some some tears must be shed at, at that day. Oh, absolutely. I've uh, uh, Monday, like Arnie had called me personally on the one Saturday, and uh, you know it's tough and we get to up what whatnot, right? And, uh, that Monday, because uh, my my day job, I'm, I'm a mailman, right? So I drive around. So that Monday, when I'm driving around, you know, I'm driving five hours a day, right, delivering mail. You're sitting there by yourself, you're alone. I started thinking of thinking of it, right? you have it on your mind. And uh, yeah, I got I got pretty choked up there. It's, uh, it's, it's sad, right? So, uh, it's been a huge <laughs> part of your life. Yeah, yeah buddy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, home, saw, right? I saw the memories, right? Um, you put yeah. posted and, and I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, um, the stats and, and all that stuff. I don't, I'm not, not too certain about the Vancouver Canucks shirt. I mean, I'm still wondering about that. Yeah. But, I don't know how, when I've ever had that shirt on. I've never been a Canucks fan. My mom has a fan on me. My, my family's not even Canucks fans either, so I don't know where that shirt ever came from. <laughs> what are you What are you a fan? I did the mistake last week with Tyson as he says, I'm a Carolina fan. Oh, how, how about the local team? Do you like the Jets? <laughs> that was the start of my end from last week, I think, boys. So, yeah. Yeah. What are you for a sports fan, Jeff? Uh, I'm not too huge into sports. Like, I do cheer for the Blue Jays. I hope for the Blue Jays. Uh, but I don't watch every single game and know every single stat or everything. Like, I, I cheer, about, cheer for them. But, uh, fortunately, they've lost a lot in my lifetime, so I'm kind of used to them. <laughs> it was kind of nice that, that playoff run we had a couple years ago. It was great. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I think I've only watched three or four games this year so far. But, uh, you know, we turn on TSN, you see the Jays win, all right, you know, watch the highlights, right? All right, good for them. Yeah. But, uh, when they lose, it's like, I don't know nothing about the game. I don't watch it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Jays fan. And then hockey, um, uh, uh, have stand myself. I'm, I'm more of baseball, more than hockey. Hockey kind of the same thing, right? You know, I, uh, I really don't know any, any of the staff. I don't follow it that closely. 
but you know the halves win great you know watch the replays or watch the highlights great just for them but it's literally the same thing right you have to go watch it and i don't think i watched a single game this year i watched a couple of the, the playoff games but regular season games i didn't watch a single game so so arnie did you help out arnie my understanding you helped him out with clearing out some of the the bowling center then yeah, yeah, I was there yeah. when I was working it. Yeah, there did, did uh? Like so what happened with yeah. all the old beer? Did you guys end up drinking it, or did he? Was he too cheap not to give you any? Oh no, I, uh, I don't drink beer myself actually. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, if Arnie's always been great. I've never really had <laughs> a whole lot, but you know, have a shot of whiskey, you know, have a pop or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, some of the beer is still sitting there, and I'm sure this Saturday this summer, someone is going to get drank. Yeah. Open call for people to come help move some stuff for, That's for right. beers. Yeah. And, uh, can, that beer will be gone. A couple yeah. Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> people from Winnipeg. Hend- Hendrickson's going to head down now, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the uh, what's this last thing on the agenda, Tim? I don't know anything about that. Yeah, Cue us up there. So Jeff uh, has a story he wants to bring about his perfect game attempt. Yes. So uh, I'm going to kind of do a little mini version or a little different version of your what's your score game. Uh, we haven't played you're that have to tell me, You're going to have to tell me how this is possible. But uh, <laughs> I, had, I had 10 from the start. Ten in a row, and only finished the game with a four ten. Uh, it's ten. It's ten in a row. Five foul spare. No. How many balls are you throwing? Ten in a row. Five five three pin spare headband. Keep adding a couple more. Yeah. So yeah, I throw the uh, I throw the first ten. Right, I've never thrown ten before. You know, nervous is just, knees are just knocking, right? And uh, this was actually during a Masters tournament, so we were bowling with the Bantam. So you have a bunch of, you know, eight-year-olds running around. Uh, you, know, especially, you know, especially with the Bantam, they don't really know lane curse or anything like that, right? So there was a lot of time, you know, you throw six, you throw seven, you know, you start to get, get up there a little bit, right? And uh, getting up on the approach, and you see a little kid come walking by, right? And uh, that... That master kind of, and then no masters, you know, they kind of jump in, grab them by the shoulders, and pull them back. Get out of there, dude. He's going for, you know, a perfect game, right? So you have all the kids around you cheering you on. It was uh, really exciting. But uh, 10 in a row. Knees are just knocking. Uh, tell myself, okay, just slow, nice and slow. Don't go too fast, right? Just nice and slow. Pull my approach to the back wing. Go way too slow. Incredibly way too slow. Get the ball off the floor as I'm throwing it. Skyrockets it. It's on. Hit the lane shield out. Knock it out. So a zero. Ten, ten in a row and a zero. And then ten, ten or twelve ball, I punched the head appearance at all. So it was like, that kind of amazing. stuff. People can, how many people can say I was going to say maybe a, a, foul, a foul or something, but yeah. Well, so, smash so, the lane guard. To make you feel better, Jeff. To make you feel better, I did. I didn't get two once. I did. I did ten in a row once, and finished with four oh eight. And the reason why I came up with my solution for you 
was I went ten in a row, three pin foul spare. There's a foul Ooh. in there. For four or eight. Yeah. Three and four at your park, Glenn. Three yeah. and four. You at your park. Park. Dexter, you fouled on the three pin or on the spare? Uh, on on the three pin. So <laughs> it, earlier in the year, I was I was in Scottsdale for their cash tournament, and I went ten in a row, and then I I left a right corner, and it just it wasn't a very aggressive shot at all. So okay, le- left the corner, spared it, whatever, four eighteen or whatever, or no, four thirty three. Um, so it was like two months later. And I throw 10 in a row, and the guy beside me, Jim Washington, is like, I haven't seen a perfect game in years. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, okay, okay, stay, just stay aggressive on the shot. Don't don't be lazy. Stay aggressive. <laughs> Other way I, to Jeff. Yeah. I slid, like, four inches past the foul line, guaranteed, ripped out the left three pin, and then I spared it to get my 400. So, Yeah. We're yeah. equally as dumb. It, it was high it, it was high doubles, and you were with Ron Croach. I remember that. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Jeff was just going so slow, just stayed, <laughs> wait, yeah, and smash, went, boom. Went, went way too low, way too low, and smash it off. The yeah. What did you must have been like this? And people watching, like, oh my god. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Other kids are. Uh, yeah. Are kind of in shock. And of course, I think the following game. I think I started with like three or four in a row, and then same thing. Kid comes up to me. Are you going to bowl a first game this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kid. Yeah, well, I want to try, but yeah, 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 just yeah. like probably fucking not. <laughs> like... yeah, 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 where's your parent? Where's your parent? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing that's different with uh, bowling matches with the kids, right? You got they say totally. to you, right? That you know you might get in your head, right? Just they don't yeah. We yep. need to build the perfect game pot for the uh, pro team league, hey? We do, we do, yeah. yeah. Good one. Not a bad idea. <laughs> so yeah, so if anybody else has, a, I guess we can call it a bad beat. I guess maybe, um, let us know. Dexter and Jeff have their own bad beat. Carrie has a bad beat on aces. We talked about that. I shared a, a ten pin video and it was, it was brought up. It just wasn't a very good shot. It wasn't a very good shot. He's such a piece of <laughs> Every time I see that video, I still laugh. And you know what? The baby laughing on it totally made my day. Because, <laughs> you know, everybody's like, ooh. And then we're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was um, only for $15,000. No problem, guys. But, Jeff, let's chat about your experience on WCBT. Obviously, coming out here, playing tournaments, um, you know, making cuts, playing, uh, you know, stuff out here. What's what's the highlights of, of playing out here so far? Uh, well, I've uh, I bowled Calgary, I think, twice, but it's, but it's been quite a few years. Uh, haven't uh, haven't qualified ever. Uh, bowled Regina once. Uh, didn't, didn't qualify. Uh, I bowled uh, Edmonton BC, uh, three times now, maybe four, but I think it was three times. Uh, yeah, I think so. The first uh, was Mark Hell Collingwood. Uh, kind of the you know, first uh, adult, big adult tournament, right? You know, serious. Uh, and uh, I think I bowled. Bowled two shifts, I think. So I bowled the first shift or whatever shift it was, and it was you know, garbage. Whatever. It was uh, the last shift. 
I know there were no more tents on my deck. Like, this is it. This is the last year. Uh, I had like an 850 the first four. And I'm like, I remember going outside, you know, talking to myself. Like, what the F are you doing, you dumbass? This is the last four games. Like, it's now we're freaking never, right? There's no other chance. And I think I had like a 1250 or something at the final four to, to sneak in there, right? And I know the last game, uh, I had another 400, 400 or something. I knew I needed a big one. Like I need a 340 or something like that. Right? I need a, I need a big game coming home. Yeah. And uh, I remember I was, you know, just off, off in your zone, right? I wasn't talking to anybody. I throw, throw the strike, uh, sit back down. You know, I'm not zoning in anything. And uh, I remember a good friend of mine, Brad Rusnak, actually uh, was there, and he was right behind me and just you know cheering me on. Why He knew, he knew what I needed to get in. He, uh, he knew I needed something big, right? Uh, kind of nice having him there, right? me on and I end up pulling the big game right I got the 400 I end up splitting the high game pot with that with somebody else with the 406 or 407 or whatever it was splitting the high game pot with somebody else it was ridiculous, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. but uh yeah bold bold well uh that first match I actually bowled against Gino uh never met him before I knew nothing about him uh he didn't know me I'm sure he didn't I'm sure he told you all about himself, though, for the first game. So. <laughs> he was trying. He was trying to mess with me. It was hilarious. Uh, I don't get too rattled too much. I don't just kind of do my own thing. But through the entire match, uh, you know, you you throw the strike or the spare. I mean, I know just high, you know, a little high five as you go by right like that, right? And uh, I come off lanes and you know probably 15 times during that match, you know, he'll put his hand up and uh, you know. Oh no! His internet dropped. <laughs> oh, Gino's nice. Gino's on the other end and saying, "I'm not letting him tell the story." I'm yeah, he, he, right? works, he works for yeah, Telus. Yeah. Yeah. Bam! Can <laughs> snip him off. Oh, no. oh, that's too bad. Well, sorry, boys. I I do have to bow out right now. So uh, hopefully Jeff pops back on. But uh, thank you, boys. Oh, there he is. He comes back on. There we go. Maybe. Maybe. We'll catch, you, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs> See you, Dex. <laughs> later, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, Jeff, but, it looks like Jeff's trying to connect here, but I think they're having some problems. You know, yeah. in, interesting. I think I kind of know what direction he was leading. He was saying high fives and cordial. At some point in time in a match, and question for you guys, do you find that maybe somebody, your opponent, has all of a sudden started asking you a couple of questions or started to sort of say something different to you than he has the first couple of games and all of a sudden, why are you asking me this? Oh, because yeah. I'm up 60 pence, right? You, you or, know, or change the way he was high-fiving yeah. or change lot, the... Lot, yeah. So it's a lot different now for us, I think, than when we're first, uh, first time we make a cut or second time we're new, right? Uh, they don't do it to so much to us nowadays as they, as they used to, right? Because it's like, yeah. come on, guys. You don't back the fuck off, like, like I don't, I don't need your shit, right? And then, but, but it, it did happen in, in the previous times, right? It's a lot yeah, and I would that. think that once you get used to it, then you know that everybody does it, right? Yeah. And whether they're doing it on purpose, there's, they're, you know, subconsciously probably gonna do something a little bit different, you know, in a match. Yeah. I'm gonna sit somewhere different, right? And you just, 
you know, whether you're doing it yourself or you're just trying to change your own game, you're actually changing. So then the other guy is like, oh, hey, they changed up. They're, they must be trying to play mind games with me. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. You worry about you, I'll worry about me. But there's also times that that guy's asking some questions. So maybe that's where he was going with that, I'm assuming, right? So Yeah. 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 No worries. Uh, obviously, uh, with Jeff having the problems on, we are at that two-hour mark. So we're going to kind of wrap this thing up. Jeff, if there's anything you want to add, we'll maybe bring you in for a podcast later on. We'll get your last bit of that story in. But uh, I can't thank him enough for coming on. Um, Obviously, it's been a while since he's been out to the WCBT event, but we're glad to have him back coming back out here. It'll be uh, a ton of fun. Great. Uh, I've known Jeff for a long time. Oh, he's coming on. Oh, here we go. There we go. Hey, hey, Jeff. Oh, sorry, am I back? You're back. You're back. You're back. They kicked, kicked me out there, stupid phone. It's all Marla's fault, yeah. yeah you guys so, pretty much know it on the head there. Were you listening at uh, all while we, we were... while we were? Yeah, at, I, I, so was I right that, that some yeah, you know, Gino maybe yeah. you just started asking a question and you're just like, hey, what's, you know... But yeah, I think he was, he was just Yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say if he was or not, right? But, uh, you know, he kept asking me, oh, do you want a high five or not? Do you want a high five or not? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just want and, you know, you know, three or four frames later, yeah, he'll ask me again, you want a five? You want a five? And, uh, you know, I think he was just a little bit upset that he was down and he was trying to get to the, to the young kid. I don't blame him. do the same thing, right? But, uh, mm-hmm. but no, it didn't, didn't rattle me and uh, I beat him. Just, of course, I didn't know who Gina was back then either, right? So I, he didn't have that the big superstar yeah. above his head. Right? I really, <laughs> didn't really know him, right? So, yeah. 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 Yeah, only, only one of the best to ever play the game in Canada, like just, just Gino Zebra. Yeah, I know that now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I mean the, the question you know the bucket list that's what's on the plan right is to play WCBT you got to make some cuts you want to make a good run at it you got a few bucks in your pocket you get some tour points right you make the finals I mean it's the that is yeah. that where we're headed I mean Masters Open well, Nationals the what's plan, the, what's yeah. the yeah, what's the what's the what's the bucket list look like for Jeff? Well, first, yeah, you want to get the gold and everything, right? So, uh, uh, master singles gold, open singles gold, right? Want, want that? Want to want to win a WCB, WCBT event? Uh, you know, like make finals? You know, probably not this year, but you know, who knows? Get some try, right? All it takes really is uh, one good tournament. Right? Yeah, just point, right? a, a semi-final. Yeah, you're almost there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I plan to be bowling for a long time, so I'm I'm sure I'll get in there at least one year, hopefully. <laughs> well, and, and good on you for you know realizing you got to take a long drive, or you got to you know it's not maybe in your own backyard, but you're still committed to the game, you're still committed to coaching, you're still committed to playing. So that's that says a lot about you, Jeff. So. Um, well done, and obviously best of luck going forward. You're, you're gonna you're gonna keep having a big resume going forward. So, good on I you. I sure hope so. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Well, thanks, Jeff. You're you're more than welcome to stay on while we do the All Star Draw. Um, is there any final parting words that you have for us, or anything that any any other good insight you uh, have? Oh no, I just uh, you know thanks for having me on. I guess uh, uh, guess this is probably the last podcast if i'm on there's no one else is probably available <laughs> you're, you're asking me and i'm like holy cow really is that desperate but uh no, no. but no i know it's just uh 
you know, enjoy watching your podcast every week, right? I'm, I'm watching it every week. Uh, you guys are doing the right thing for bowling right now, right? So, especially getting through this COVID times, like, especially for me, especially, I had a, I uh, definitely got got me through COVID without bowling. You know, so, have people talk about bowling, right? You're still thinking about bowling. You know, it's just gets people through, and I'm sure it got, it got a lot of people through. So, I'm definitely getting excited to go starting to go on here yeah awesome yeah that was kind of the the podcast started before covid did but uh that was kind of the whole point of keeping it going and keep uh five pin bowling in front of everybody's mind and keep them interested in the sport right Mm -hmm. all right let's do this draw 27 entries who's the lucky winner tonight That'd be me, right? Come on. <laughs> did you already win yet, or is or did the wife win? No, I haven't. Yet. The wife won once. Yeah. Five pin universe is in I, I put us in. Oh, <laughs> Cindy oh. won. Nice. That's rigged. That's rigged. It is rigged. Way to go, Tim. Hey, she's a Patreon member. Give it to her. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Congrats, Cindy. Yeah. Nice All right. So. One one oh nine done. One ten around the corner. Uh, Tim, who's our guest for next week? Uh, next week, super excited. We're gonna have uh, Epco on our uh, Richard Perella uh, from Epco, who makes all the bowling balls. Um, he's gonna be on all the way from Massachusetts. So nice. he's gonna be That's on. Awesome. He, yeah, he he's also him and his brothers are uh, part of the the whole part of the community out there. I believe he even runs the cattle pin associations out there. So there is some really good uh, uh, content coming in after that. And I believe on September 1st, September 1st, we have Dave and Brenda Pankoff as well. So uh, they're going to be coming on as well. So, Um, yeah, Uh, you know, Brett's never going to get back on here. We have too many great guests coming on, so don't have to worry about Hendrickson. And, and co-hosts. Yeah, we're looking okay. forward to next week. If you've seen it chatting with you know manufacturer or yeah. the the ball company and representatives, not something that we really dived into a whole lot. So, and obviously Epco's had a, a big play in the the sport of bowling. So it'll be interesting talk. Yeah, I, it's going to be a pretty good show. Um, just want to address this. Lenny Anseth is our uh, is a super patron. If people didn't know, he uh, doesn't like internet uh, transactions, so he. Gave Five Pin Universe a hundred bucks, so we're gonna be putting that in the coffers and put that Thanks, towards buddy. some stuff. So nice. I'm not sure when we should hit him up for another hundred bucks. Maybe next week. Super patrons, a hundred dollars a week. That sounds pretty good to me, right? Lenny? Every time, every time he comes to Shore Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run small tournaments. He'll be there every time. Yeah. yeah. Satellites. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We didn't talk about that yet tonight. Maybe next week, next couple of weeks, we'll talk about the satellites at the sure. other events yeah. yes perfect once again thanks len thanks jeff for coming on and thanks guys for uh sticking yeah. through and doing the podcast have a good one everybody see you thanks, next week okay